1: Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Tech
2: with the minds.
0: I will say this about investing everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at
3: 20 is easy. Hello and welcome to Comedian versus Economist or the Equity Mates media feed if that's where you're tuning in uh, for a very special bonus episode. My name's Adam and we're joined as always by my little older brother and real life economist Thomas. Hi Thomas. Yeah, good day, Adam. And we are also thrilled to be joined by the Equity Mates boys, Bryce and Alec. How are you going, lads?
4: Very well, Adam. Very good. Thrilled to be here.
3: Thrilled to be here. That's the way. Hey, uh, we are doing this special episode because we wanted to do a quick recap on the ASX share market trading game that we've all been—I uh, don't want to say excelling in—over the last uh, few weeks. Because none of us have been excelling by any by any measure, but. Uh, It has been a lot of fun. Um, Registrations for Game 2 will open on July the 7th if you're interested in taking part. Uh, Again, if you missed out this time around, uh, with trading scheduled to start on August the 11th. And again, we'll run for 15 weeks. So it's 15 weeks. You get $50,000 of virtual cash and an opportunity to try and turn that into as much as you can, or as little as you can. In <laughs> Alex's case, um, so <laughs> um, before Race. we get started, I just a couple of quick shout-outs. So shout-outs to Gus, who was the uh, unfortunately the lowest-ranked member of the Equity Mates League, uh, who managed to turn fifty k <laughs> into twenty-five k, which. Is admirable in itself. Pretty hard uh, and to also, do. Yeah. Shout, <laughs> uh, shout out to Jack, who was actually uh, had the highest total of all players in the game, but unfortunately couldn't be the official winner uh, because he is a financial uh, investment analyst. Sorry. Uh, so, but he did finish with the highest total of sixty two thousand dollars. Uh, so what I thought we'd do just to get started is maybe-
5: Can I just, can I just check that? So he wasn't allowed to win because he was a finance industry professional. Yes. So yes. in the ASX eyes, we're not finance industry professionals. <laughs> no, no, Thomas. <laughs> Thomas. In the eyes of
2: ASX and ASIC, we are not financial professionals.
4: <laughs> I also I don't might. think they spent a lot of time thinking about us <laughs> and uh, we were pretty far off the winners, shall yeah.
5: we <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's pretty, pretty clear from our results. We're not yeah. finance yeah. industry <laughs> professionals. But...
3: Safe to say, Thomas, at 39990 nobody <laughs> cares if you're a financial <laughs> professional or not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Thomas, why don't we start with you then i've 've I've revealed i've given it away already. you finished with thirty nine thousand nine hundred and ninety. Um, maybe just give us a recap on how you approached the game uh and and how you went about it
5: yes i i mean i think I think I started with Oil initially, I kind of wanted, uh, I felt that was going right, but that that trade didn't work too well. I sort of got in a bit late, and missed the missed the pop in that one, and then I was sort of going for some reopening trades. I, I thought I thought that the CBDs would open quicker than expected, but none of those trades worked out. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I bought City Chic. I so held City Chic through the uh, through the whole story and. And I just no idea what was going on with City Chic. It would just be down 10%. I'd be like, try and research the news. I try and understand why, but couldn't find anything. So, Mm. that one didn't work out so well for me.
4: If if you feel bad about holding that e-commerce stock, uh, one of our equity mates here in the office held Zip all the Ooh. way through the game so maybe yeah, i'm sure he feels worse than you do it
3: wasn't gus by any chance was it <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, gus managed to actually lose more money than this player
3: that's an achievement then in itself to be holding to be losing that much without holding zip that's amazing yeah um right so thomas so how did you feel how did you feel so you you finished with roughly forty uh, yeah. thousand. What, what was your key takeaway
5: Oh, that I'm not very good at picking stocks. <laughs> kind of key word. Not, not, not into like a short term. Like I think, yeah, the sort of thematics that I was working with on a three-month horizon don't work particularly well, particularly when the, the market's getting monstered by sort of a general sell-off anyway. So like, you know, maybe my stocks outperformed their peers, but I don't, I don't know that they did. And in a three-month horizon, they're just all heading south. And the only successful trade I made was buying into the bear ETF. Right. Uh, that was the, that was the only one in the green for me. Did you do Everything that early enough,
3: or was that right at the end when you?
5: Uh, I think it was about about a month or six just, weeks just to go the or something. Dead
3: cat bounce that we had a couple of weeks ago, when <laughs> yeah. it, all, it all went up again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Bryce, yeah, yeah. Alec, any thoughts well, on Thomas's approach, <laughs> his portfolio? Uh, comments, nah, criticism, I mean, feedback. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm open to anything. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think uh what you 39990 um the average participant value was 44,000, but only 6% of people who played the game made a profit.
4: In the Equity Mates League or generally?
2: Generally. Wow. Wow. Yeah tough um tough market which we obviously have all experienced we're all just we're
3: all just index tracking I'm, mar- I'm
2: blaming the am blaming the market
3: <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I- this is
4: a pittance compared to I- what i've lost in real life uh, <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs>
4: i think uh the oil the oil trade definitely you weren't alone there i was similar that was my thinking oil and grain i think bryce was also oil um, so, Thomas, you weren't alone in, in that trade and you weren't alone in losing money. So, mm. read into that however you
3: will. Misery loves company. So, well, on, on that note, Alec, uh, you finished with thirty nine seven seven six, so just $24 yeah. <laughs> behind Thomas. Uh, talk us through how you approached the game and uh, how you ended up there.
4: So if we go back to when the game started, the two big stories were inflation and um, the Russia's invasion of Ukraine. So I went into oil stocks. Uh, the Beta shares have an oil ETF. Um, and then also wheat. I got into grain corp because I figured you know, um, commodity prices, food prices would go up. But then this was, this was where it all started to unravel. Um, I figured inflation, well, we've been hearing for years that Bitcoin is digital gold <laughs> and a store of value when it comes to uh, inflationary times. So I decided to test that thesis and got into the crypto ETF. I held it all the way through the game and I lost uh, four grand or I think about a third of what I put into it. So not great there. Oil and wheat did okay. I actually still hold Grain Corp. It's the one position I'm up on. I made $300. <laughs> so feeling pretty good about that. Um, but then I decided to be a contrarian and call the bottom. Right. I said, <laughs> I said <laughs> we're, it went through the worst of inflation. Uh, interest rates aren't going to rise as much as people think. And so I sold my oil holdings. I went into the FANG ETF, decided to get back into tech, and also got into the triple leveraged <laughs> ASX two hundred ETF <laughs> <ATM. laughs> gear G E A R. People, now, often, people say, often talk uh,
3: about not about, about <laughs> how you shouldn't chase your losses. Alec, I feel like triple leveraged is a sign of somebody who's lost a bit that's thinking, you know what, I reckon I can make this back quickly.
4: Look, oh fif- a 15-week game probably had 10 weeks to go at that stage. Uh, you just have to go for it. Like, I wasn't playing it's to It's a Hail Mary. 50. I was playing to win. It's a 90-yard uh, pass. <laughs> but, um... You might have realized I was wrong. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm down about $2,500 on the Fang ETF. I'm down at about $4,000 on uh, the triple levered gear ETF uh, to go with the $4,000 I lost on my crypto ETF. You can start to see how all those losses add up. At that point, I realized I wasn't going to win it. So I sold a few of my positions and I actually just held cash. Uh, Well, I held about... 12 grand cash for the remainder of the game. I decided to stem the bleeding a little bit. So... I, my biggest conclusion, um, I am not a short-term Yeah, investor.
3: I think it's a good point. I think if Bitcoin, we'd all have just like bought hell? some stocks because you had to buy some to play the game, you couldn't just sit on your 50 grand cash, but if we just bought and then yeah. sold immediately everything to return back to a cash position minus fees associated with making, you know, eight trades, then you'd be in pretty good shape, probably better than the vast majority of the uh, of the participants though. So. Uh, oh, well, there you go. Better luck next time, Alec. Uh Bryce Bryce, you <laughs> did you did <laughs> remarkably well compared to the rest of uh, the rest of the three of us at least anyway, and pretty well compared uh overall. You finished with forty nine thousand and seventy seven dollars. Talk us through it. How'd you do it?
2: Well, how did I do it? Similar to both uh Thomas and Wren started with a Hard oil thematic at the start the like so um...
3: You guys all get together at a little party. You're like, what do we do? I reckon we should all buy oil. <laughs> yeah, but don't tell Adam that we're buying oil. <laughs> uh,
4: uh, Adam, I You missed I, that I, meeting. No, I listened to your <laughs> your podcast episodes with your brother where he explained his oil thesis. So <laughs> don't excuse for you not to get on it. Uh,
2: <laughs> uh, oil and energy. So I I, I did the O O O ETF yeah. beta shares, um, which is um, oil. Uh, then I bought Woodside, and they uh, beta shares also have a fuel ETF, um, F U E L, and it's um, uh, more energy, uh, sort of general than just a. a, a exposure to oil and you know at the time energy markets as a whole was was doing pretty well given what was going on over in ukraine so i took out the biggest positions i could on all of those i think my portfolio hit a height of 51 and a half thousand at one point i had semi in there though which was like a semiconductor etf it started tanking hard uh so i got rid of those and just went as large a position as i can shorting the market bear bear is the is the short um, and then and then went cash with about two weeks to go, um, about half cash. So I had about um, tw- 12 or 13 grand in cash sitting there at the end and, and then just wrote it out. But my portfolio did is exactly <laughs> as I thought it would. <laughs>
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.
4: <laughs> uh, before we uh, start talking about Bryce's portfolio, now that we've gone from mm. Thomas and I who lost money and no one would think we're talking yeah. investment advice because we lost 20% of our portfolio each... We're, na- we're mentioning a lot of products here, mm. but remember, this is a game. This isn't real money. This is all of us just throwing darts at a dartboard yeah. and trying to figure things yeah. out. It's not- and it's a
3: short time horizon product. too. Like it's Absolutely. 15 Absolutely. weeks, Absolutely. right? So th- there's not a long time for this to play out and for trends to reverse. And we've been in, you know, we're in a bear market now or whatever. So um, tough, tough conditions. I, I am noticing though, between between all of you, there was a almost entirely ETFs made up your portfolio. So was that, did you think about individual stocks? Did you kind of just go look for this game? It's going to be best to chase those, I guess, bigger themes.
2: I had a couple of uh, individual stocks, but I've played this game before and I knew that I didn't have the time, nor did I want to spend the time keeping track of it all. And so I went at this from, a, a, I think, a larger thematic point of view, what's likely to play out over the next sort of 15 weeks that I can just get broad exposure to and then put my head in the sand and not have to look at it. So that's how I played it.
4: I think for me, there's two ways in 15 weeks, like any sort of deep value work or valuation work, or like forecasting the future prospects of a business that all goes out the window in this game, 15 weeks, uh, you know, you just don't, those, those theses don't have time to play out. So you either trade thematics, which is what we did and, you know, oil and, and stuff like that. And, you know, I owned individual companies, I owned Woodside for a while, owned Santos for a while, but that was because of the broader thematic, so that's one way, or you get into the momentum trading game and you look at, you know, buy and sell volume, and, and I think the winner, well, the person who made the second most money after Jack, um, he was a he had a momentum strategy, but... I didn't have the time to. You guys, you guys, you guys had momentum strategies that.
3: too. It's just that A your momentum day. was down, so. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> you, just, you just picked the wrong, wrong momentum. Flip, That's flip all. The chart, next flip time. The go chart. with that. Go with
3: that upward trajectory on the momentum would be, would be my advice. Um, I feel like I can give you some advice too because I did I did okay. I finished uh, out of the four of us finished second. I got forty four thousand two hundred forty six dollars. Um, you know, obviously, I didn't go chasing oil speckies like the rest of you. Um, I you had an exciting
2: strategy <laughs> though.
4: Yeah, yeah. Let's let's recap. You uh, had an ex- let's recap your original thesis, which was uh, based around sports teams. as I remember. Yeah, that's right.
3: Uh, pretty solid, pretty solid thesis behind it. Um, I figured everyone loves sport. Uh, I love sport, so why not just get on board with sporting teams? I think the biggest mistake I made in hindsight. I bought CBA, um, big sponsors of the cricket. Probably not the smartest move heading into winter. Um, so you, <laughs> uh, <laughs> unless you're, uh, unless you're up late at night watching Australia's tour of Sri Lanka, um, I feel like maybe CBA didn't get the exposure that I was after during the 15 weeks of the, of the game. So, um, so yeah, CBA, it actually performed quite strongly early on in the game, uh, but it's finished $163 down in my portfolio. So, um, the other ones that was interesting, I, I found that I couldn't. A lot of the other, like Origin Energy, I think, is owned by an international company. There was a bunch of other sporting sponsors, um, and like yourself, Bryce, I, I got to the point where I thought I don't have the time and, and energy to do the researching of, uh, you know, lower ranked sporting teams for local sponsors. So uh, once <laughs> I ruled out international sponsors, I thought I need to change tack um so i bought a few stocks that we covered off on the show i bought uh agl when we're talking about it when mike cannon brooks was talking about uh the demerger uh that actually ended up in the only one in the green for me that was 30 dollars in profit so i guess people are liking what agl's doing maybe i got uh what else Uh, i uh fortescue so i bought fortescue that that was a, a train wreck uh an infinity train wreck you might say so as soon as we covered off uh Twiggy Forest's ideas to have an infinity train it's seemingly uh, tanked so maybe we're partly responsible for that and then I really thought that I really thought cyber warfare you know you guys know me I like my cyber Uh, I really thought cyber warfare was going to kick off hard during the the Russia-Ukraine conflict Um, and either it did and nobody noticed because it was too good or uh, it didn't really materialize and so I bought the hack ETF, and that's performed pretty miserably as well. Um, so I don't know whether that's whether that's a cyber thing, whether that's just part of a general kind of sell off in tech, um, you know, part of the Nasdaq and whatever. So um, anyway, I'm pretty happy to be honest, as probably the, the least yeah, informed nice. and the least qualified uh, of the four of us here that to finish to finish second. I'm pretty happy. Um, yeah, thoughts, uh, comments. Well
2: played. Well, like, I mean, it just goes to show there's plenty of different strategies and they all play
4: out differently. I, I'm, I'm interested to hear Thomas' thoughts because, you know, Thomas, a professional economist, classically trained, uh, getting beaten by his comedian brother. That's, that's what it's yeah, like. it's yeah,
5: it's a bit of a theme in my life, actually. Fine <laughs> economics hasn't been the moneymaker I was expecting it to be. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, our
3: parents are just proud of one of us. <laughs> uh, um, too good. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well maybe adam's the economist in the family and thomas you've got some stand-up comedy chops mm,
3: and you've just never mm. tested. yeah yeah
4: uh, all right well uh, um
3: there you go i reckon that that pretty much does it uh hopefully you've enjoyed playing along at home um send us a message if you've enjoyed the game cve at equitymates.com uh or via the website equitymates.com forward slash cve uh, get in touch. Let us know if you beat Thomas as well. I would love to hear that personally. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, uh, we'll give you a shout on a shout out on the show. Definitely. Bryce, Alec, anything you guys wanted to, to add before we wrap no, up? No,
2: I think um, I would just encourage anyone who's a bit uncertain about um, the stock market. This is definitely a great way to test a few strategies or get used to just the process of, and emotions of being involved. Nothing quite like having real money in the market, but it's a great initiative from the ASX. Um, and congrats to... And congrats to Genghis who came first, uh, Robert and Wayne second and third, all of which made um, pretty impressive profits given the the market conditions. So um, yeah, give it a crack.
3: So, yeah, if you've missed it, registrations for Game 2 open July the 7th. Uh, Trading will start on August the 11th and, again, run for 15 weeks. So uh, head to the ASX website if you'd like to get involved. I think asx.com.au. I haven't researched that either, but I think that's a fairly (laughs) safe guess. Uh, So head over there for more information to sign up and register uh, thank you to you gentlemen for playing along. It's been a lot of fun, uh, and I look forward to talking to you all again soon.
2: Likewise, thanks, Adam. Thanks, Thomas. Thanks, Adam. Thomas. Cheers, guys.
0: EquityMates Investing podcast is a product of EquityMates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of Equitymates Investing Podcast are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website where you can find ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equity Mates Media and the hosts of Equity Mates Investing podcast acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today.
1: Hold up, what was that?